Welcome to Evolution in Controls. I'm Tim Wilson, your host. As you know, on Evolution in Controls, we like to talk about things that move and how to keep them moving. Today's episode is no exception. It's a slippery subject, but lubrication isn't just a luxury. It's a critically essential component that keeps things moving. And the task of getting that lubrication to the right point in the right quantities the first time and every time thereafter, well, it's not a trivial task. On a manufacturing line, who does this work? 54% of companies can't find enough skilled labor to run their manufacturing lines, much less maintain them. If it's on a manufactured good, then the problem is even more complex. You need to be concerned about the potential liability from an early failure or from an inconsistent manufacturing process. Can your documentation trace your lubrication to individual product serial numbers? Can you prove that you did what you did when you said that you did it. Fortunately, there are some solutions. Here to talk with us about a solution to these problems is Dale Johnson. He is the Lubrication and Dispense Product Manager for Morel. Dale, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Tim. Great to be here. No problem. Okay, your title is Lubrication and Dispense Product Manager. Is there a difference between lubrication and dispensing? There is. Dispense typically were laying grease or oil on an assembled part. Um, lubrication, we always think of lubrication as lubricating a machine that's assembling these parts. We're uh, trying to extend the life of the bearings, which extends the life of the machinery. Okay, so for dispense, we're putting material onto a manufactured good. Correct. Uh, what kind of material? Greases, oils. Okay. Typically, that's usually what we're putting on these assembled parts. Right, that's interesting. So, um, Dispensing is now an automated process, or it's becoming automated. It's becoming correct? more automated now. Is that a recent trend? Uh, probably within the ten, last 10 years, we're seeing it more. What's driving that trend? Uh, multiple reasons. The cost of the material is skyrocketing, so we're looking to eliminate waste. Um, the issues we're seeing now in the labor force, hmm. getting labor and the cost of labor is huge. Um, reliability, um, the, uh, liability. Um, warranty issues. We're seeing all kinds of issues, all kinds of reasons for this change. Is this material costly? The greases and the oils. The greases are very costly. Some of these specialty greases in a small container this size are hundreds of dollars. So when you start seeing waste or over lubrication on these parts, it becomes quite costly. So the factors that's driving a manufacturer to automate their dispensing operation is going to be the cost of the materials and having the labor to do it. Correct. Okay. Is it a hard shift for a manufacturer to make? What's involved in automating uh, the, the initial step could be a little bit difficult because now you're, we need to automate the system so that you know all the components and the, okay. the automation to do this. But once it's done, it's a very simple product process for them. Um, you're eliminating some of your labor force, which will save you money over time. How does it tie into the systems that are already in place? Is it a PLC controlled? It is a PLC control. Typically, um, it can still be semi-manual if the customer prefers. We can integrate a foot pedal or a, a gun system where we still can put the right amount of grease on. It still won't take the human error out of it to put it in the right spot, but at least we can ensure that it's getting the proper amount. Does it? How, how does it keep record? How does it keep track? How does it report? Oh, well, we could. There's multiple ways. Um, the best way to do it is we integrate a volume counter into the, the into the system. Um, that what the volume counter or flow meter will do is give you the feedback. It'll tell you what you actually dispense. So if there's any issues with a broken line, the if it's a manual system, if they're not 
energizing the trigger long enough, it'll give you that feedback and let you know that you have an error. There are also simpler ways to do this if they're not looking for a complete system where they want to spend the money on a volume counter. We can simply monitor the spool in the valve and just give you feedback that, yes, that spool did energize. So will it tell you if you haven't put enough in there? Will it stop and say, no, it'll put more in? If we set it up that way, we can do that, yes. Okay, so it gives you, will it tie into a factory information system, the factory manufacturing system? Yes, we have done that in the past where it will send back and they will have complete records of every part that they lubricated. We can monitor the serial numbers. If they have barcode on there somehow, we can read a barcode. It'll tell you what you need and where you need it, and it will keep record of that, that part. So give us some specifications. Give us some details. Our, our listeners like details. What kind of rates of delivery? What kind of volumes are we talking about? Uh, the volumes really, Tim, are unlimited. When we use a dispense valve, a dispense valve is really just a time and pressure valve. As long as I keep that valve energized, I'm going to dispense grease. And I also can go down to accurately dispense 0.001 cubic centimeters, which is a small amount small? of grease. 0.001 cubic centimeters. That's a grease. small that amount. That's a small amount. And I can also monitor that small amount and tell you that that was delivered. So they would keep record of that, and that could tie it then to a serial number. Correct. I like that. So if a, if a company wants to automate, they can include people in the process, or it can be 100% automated, right? Correct. You talked about a foot pedal. Yes. That keeps the operator involved in the process, Correct. right? Yeah. Okay. It saves costs and keeps the operator in the process. Right. Like I say, typically there's, there's someone is feeding a machine, and then right next to that machine they have a bucket of grease. So they can get rid of that bucket of grease and put a handheld dispense valve, and all they have to do is hit a foot trigger. Are they using cameras to track the motion of the dispense needle? Are you, it, does it go to that level of complexity? It can. More times than not, if, they're, if they still want the operator to do it, they don't want to put the expense into that. Hmm. Um, but that can be done, definitely can be done. So it could be tied into a Cartesian robot system uh, to control the positioning of the dispense. Is it a nozzle? Is it a needle? Dispense valve with a nozzle on it, yeah. Okay. Talk a little bit about the, the components of this system. What, what are the main components of this system? Well, typically they all start with either a pump or a pressure vessel, and that's determined by the material that we're uh, dispensing. Um, and then it can go from, they can get quite involved with multiple pressure regulators um, up to multiple different types of um, metering valves. Um, we've got shot valves, we've got spray valves, we've got dispense valves, and then we've got chamber valves, which I talked about, that can dispense the .001 cubic inch. Can the same components pump different materials, or do you have to have different components for different materials? They can pump different materials. Pretty okay. much the same. Like I say, when we're using a pump, basically it's for the grease. When we're using a pressure vessel, pressure vessel, it's more for a, a flowable material. Oils, very light greases, light viscosity greases. Now, Dopag is the manufacturer of the dispense systems that that's at the heart of the dispense systems. Is that correct? Correct. Tell us a little bit about Dopag. So Dopag is a German-based company, um, Germany and Switzerland. Um, we do have an office here in uh, the U.S. It's in the Ohio, uh, Cincinnati, Erlanger, Kentucky area. Mm -hmm. um, but most of the engineering is done out of Germany. They've been in business for the past 40 years or so. Um, we are trying to widen their footprint here in North America. they got a good hold in Europe right now. Fairly new name in North America, but we're, Morel's trying to change that. They've been here in America for 10 years, 5 years? 
20 years. 20 years. Okay. D Dopag is at the heart of a dispensing system. What does Morel do around the dispensing stuff? What, what value added? What engineering partnership is Morel adding to the product? So Morel, with the, the nice thing with Morel now is they have the motioneers. So I've been working with these motioneers quite closely. So I will put together the dispense system. I'll hand it over to the motioneers. And like you said, if there's a Cartesian system needed, um, they will supply that for us. So we can give them the, our customer a complete system. Um, again, with engineering right now being a premium, a lot of our customers really appreciate this offer that we can give them. What are some type of applications that you've seen that, that we've worked on? Just give us some examples. Well, so one of our customers right now is having a lot of issues with warranty and liability issues. Um, they're filling their axles with grease and oil. Um, and they have all kinds of problems proving what they've put into this their axles right now. Um, so what we did, we developed a system, like we, we were talking about earlier, that we can read the axle with the barcode, we can dispense the proper, um, the proper material and the proper volume material, and then give them the feedback for their records for that. That's a, it's one of our latest... Uh, and that's an on-road type of vehicle? That's an on-road vehicle, yes. And so they're tying the volume records right to the serial number and right to the maybe the VIN number of the vehicle? Is that what they're correct, doing? Correct, correct. Now they have proof that, yes, we did put the right amount in and we put the proper material in also, which they could never prove before. It was always their word against... Is it replacing a person, or is the person using the system? It's not replacing a person. Um, the person's still doing it. Mm -hmm. um, he is, like we talked about, it's a semi-manual system. He's bringing a gun down into the, the fill port, energizing the valve, and basically walking away. He, and he's doing another system at another station while that mm -hmm. fills. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's talk about the future. What, what do you see happening? What are the trends that you see dispensing moving towards in the future? Well, I, more and more in the future, I think they're really going to start getting away from any manual systems. Again, with the prices going up, for the material and the prices going up for labor, if you can find it, I don't see that lasting really. Labor so. shortage, labor cost. Exactly. So you think that systems are going to be moving more towards fully automated? I don't see it. That's stopping. Along with everything else being fully automated, the dispense will be also. Is there a limit to the kind of materials that dispense, automated dispense can can use? Yes, there is a limit. Um, more times than not, we can dispense the materials that these customers are looking for. Um, when we start getting into the number three, number four NLGI greases, which are very, very viscous, it's almost like a soap consistency, um, it gets a little more difficult. We have to add heating to the systems for it to flow properly. Um, but for the most part, them, are, them aren't common materials. So for the most part, we don't have many limit limitations. Um, a lot of the newer materials now have these fillers in them that we have to take a look at because it seems to wear um, the seals and the gears, if we're using gear pumps, a little premature. But we can compensate for that. So as long as we know the materials we're looking for, we can properly spec the right components for our system. So if one of our listeners has a question about this, reach out and contact you or go to DOPAG. I would prefer they reach out to me. Um, okay. I do use Dopeg sometimes as a resource, mm -hmm. um, but uh, I would prefer that they reach out to me. Dale, it's fascinating. I appreciate your time today. Thank, Thank you, you very too. much. I it appreciate you joining us. My pleasure. To learn more about Morel Group's automatic lubrication solutions, visit morel-group.com backslash Dopeg. Don't forget to subscribe to Evolution in Controls on whatever platform you use for podcasts 
or on YouTube for a video version so you can be updated when we release new episodes. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Tim Wilson. Keep moving.